What's up? This is episode 100. That's 100. All right, let's do a topical zoom. One, two, three, go. Welcome to the Design Your Thinking Podcast, a show where we think, learn, and explore the product mindset so you can design better products every day. And now your host, Karthik. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. This is the 100th episode on the Designer Thinking Podcast. And I'm so, so happy to have you here with me today. We started this barely six months back and the show has been a super duper hit. Thank you so much for being around and making the show what it is today. And thanks for all that good feedback that you've given along the way. Thank you so much again. I just can't uh, tell you how happy I am today because we are not just doing the 100th episode, but we are actually going back and digging into some of the gems that our guests had to uh, to share in the the last six months. So today's episode is a topical Zoom episode, like I just said, and we are delving into successes again. Well, the reason I'm doing this is most often, instead of trying to do more new things, you could do better with what you know. We've already done a bunch of episodes. So what we are doing here today is going back to four of them from the past and trying to understand what makes these people successful. We did this once in last week, back in episode number 97, and we have done this three times again in the past. I really want you to go and look back and go check out those episodes along this Success Factors series that I'm doing. And I really think you should go give it a listen and try and think about what makes you successful as a product maker that you are. All right, let's jump right into the meat of a show. Let me go ahead and uh, do this one more time. Let me introduce you to the guest and I'll play you exactly what they answered when I asked them this question as to what makes them successful as a product manager and maker. All right, let's jump right into the meat of the show. Let me introduce you to our first guest today. Our first guest is Jeff Gothelf. Now, he was on the show back in episode number 54. Jeff is the author of the books Lean UX and Sense and Respond. He's a speaker and organizational designer. Over his nearly 20 years in digital products and services, Jeff has worked on to bring a customer-centric, evidence-based approach to product strategy, design, and leadership. Jeff has worked in various roles and leadership positions at IXL, Fidelity, AOL, WebTrends, and The Ladders. Most recently, Jeff co-founded Neo Innovation, which was later sold to Pivotal Labs in New York City and helped build it into one of the most recognized brands in modern product strategy development and design. As a principal in Neo's New York City office, Jeff functioned as head of executive training, coaching, workshops, and education. Jeff is regularly keynoting conferences, teaching workshops, or working directly with client leadership teams across North America, Europe, and Asia. All right, let's listen to what Jeff had to say about 
why he is successful at least why he thinks he's successful i think the most the most impactful skill that i have developed in the last 10 years and to be very clear i want to i want to emphasize that word developed because mm. i was not good at it um mm. is writing um writing has become for me the uh the most uh impactful way to create conversation engage in conversation debate learn um teach myself how to teach something uh work through my thought processes around mm-hmm. existing ideas new ideas revisiting old ideas and so i would say that the i think it's it's such a critical skill mm-hmm. to have and that you should work on and again i never considered myself a writer i call myself an author now simply because i've written two books <laughs> but i still don't really feel like Mm-hmm. I am uh like I, I like I don't feel like a writer like I I wasn't an English major you know I did I didn't read tons of, of of literature books growing up you know I um mm-hmm. and, but I'll tell you this much we just released late last year in 2016 we released the second edition of Lean UX mm-hmm. and the second edition is it's an edit essentially an update of the first edition and in going back and editing Lean UX version 1 mm-hmm. uh, I was mortified <laughs> frankly I was like oh my god I can't believe they published this like this is this feels like it was written by a fourth grader you know and and so I I can see the evolution of my writing mm. uh just in in 4 years from when we wrote that to when we wrote this the, the second edition and so again I I can't think of a more important skill right now be, because because it, it just helps you with communication regardless of channel That was a lovely point that Jeff Gotthoff makes uh and he talks about writing. Now writing is one thing we can look look at it as one thing which is soft skills and the other side of looking at writing is the way you learn. Now as a soft skill writing is something that's very less talked about because hardly we talk about uh you know when when it gets to soft skills we talk about talking, presenting and all those things but writing doesn't really get talked about much. and i think it's a very important skill and the second thing is about learning now writing is a great form for us to actually complete our learning loop when you read something or hear something in a podcast or whatever it is you actually you know definitely get some some kind of input into your head but then when you actually start to write it actually hits the other part of your brain and it actually helps you internalize what you've learned through listening to the podcast or reading a book All right. That's Jeff Cotel for you. You can go and listen to um the rest of the episode uh, by heading over to designyourthinking.com/episode054. Now, that's the one of the episodes he was on. He was also on episode number 55. You can also follow the cues and go there. All right. Let's jump to our next guest here and our guest, next guest is Melissa Perry. Now, she was on the show back in episode number 69. So let me quickly give you an introduction to Melissa. Melissa Perry is the founder and CEO of Prod UX Labs and Product Institute. Melissa coaches product managers around the world to answer two important questions. 
Should we build this and why? Working with companies big and small, she helps them find the best product development processes that help them to build to build things users want. Her clients include Lloyd's Banking Group, Capital One, Spotify, Rovio, Valtech, Plated, Vira UK and Levo League. She is currently writing Escaping the Build Trap with O'Reilly due out late 2017. All right, let's jump right into what Melissa had to say about why she thinks she is successful. Um, I think the one thing that has really, the one thing I think I developed as I was a product manager and a UX designer over the past 10 years um, that really changed the game for me was my, I think my curiosity and ability to learn. So that doesn't mean just like learning new skills or going out there to learn about the market. It's more about kind of accepting that you don't know everything that you should be building from day mm-hmm. one. And when I first started off as a product manager, I was like, oh, I'm the person who comes up with the solutions, right? I'm the person who gets to figure out, you know, what the iPhone should have on it and all these fun things to be there mm-hmm. that will be there that people can interact with. And I love the idea of kind of like dictating those requirements down at the beginning of my my career. And then I realized that didn't work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I just um I just saw like too many products I was building fail. So I changed my approach quite a bit and I just started approaching it more with a with a mind that I learned um, as an engineer in school, like we, we run experiments, we, we get data, we inform our decision making. Um, and I started approaching my career more like that. So over the years, I think that the thing that has made me successful at it is my ability to really to learn, to want to learn, to accept that I don't know all the answers right off the bat and then systematically break that down and discover what those are. All right, that was Melissa Perry. Now, she's somebody who was on the show back in episode number 69, like I said. So if you want to listen to more of what Melissa had to say, you can head over to designyourthinking.com slash episode 069. All right, let's get back to what she had to say. She talked about curiosity. Now, this is not the first time somebody talked about curiosity on the show. And you know this if you've been listening to the show for a long time. Uh, we had Scott Selhorst, uh, uh, you know, who was early on the show. He talked about curiosity. There have been a lot of people. In fact, our next guest also talks about curiosity. Now, why is everybody behind curiosity? Now, curiosity is a very important aspect of being somebody who's a maker. Forget about product management or design. If you want to make something, if you want to do anything for that matter, you just need to be curious because curiosity is one thing that actually leads to discovery and you actually start to see things that you would not see in um, if you're not that curious enough. Back in episode number 65, I actually walk you through five ways you can actually, um, you know, tune in your curiosity muscles. You can go and listen to that episode if you'd like to get more curious. And of course, if you want more ideas and strategies to uh, to really flex your curious curiosity muscles, do download the tiny book of triggers where I have a few triggers out there for helping you kick started with your curiosity anytime you just feel so down and lost. All right, let's move on to our next guest. Our next guest also talks about curiosity and he was on the show just as recently as last week. Well, he was in episode number 96 and we're talking about Paul Yokoda. 
Now, Paul is the director of product management at Animoto, a New York City-based startup dedicated to make it easy for anyone to make powerful professional videos. Paul joined Animoto in 2015 after several years as a product manager in Silicon Valley building DIY creation experiences on web and mobile. He's passionate about furthering the practice of product management and has shared his product lessons learned in outlets such as Mind the Product blog and This is Product Management podcast. All right, let's listen to what Paul had to say about curiosity. Yeah, so um I think if I had to pick one thing it would probably be curiosity. Um mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day you can't improve what you don't understand and I think so much of you know being successful in making products and product management um is around um understanding and improving things. So, you know, that applies to some obvious things in terms of figuring out what to build and you know kind of asking questions like why are, why are users behaving this way? Why are they asking for this particular feature? Mm-hmm. You know, what are they hoping to achieve? But it also applies to other areas that will help you make you know help you be successful in making product um you know why are we using this particular process you know why is this our strategic goal um and a lot of times i think we think of curiosity as an innate quality sort of like mm-hmm. oh that's a that person is very curious or i'm a curious person and we think of it as kind of part of your personality and to a certain extent that's true but um one thing that i've found to be very valuable is you know even if you're a naturally curious person be more curious than comes naturally um so one thing that some of your listeners might be familiar with is this idea of the five whys um and it's something that came originally from manufacturing methodologies and has been applied to software development but the idea is really not just asking why but once you have the answer to the first why you know ask why again and again until you've asked why five times and the, the idea is really to get down to the the root the core mm-hmm. of whatever it is that you're trying to understand um and and maybe a kind of less structured way that I've found valuable um that I've learned kind of from doing customer interviews um you know instead of you know trying to keep track of exactly how many times you said why is really just sort of pretend you don't understand um and a lot of times um you know if you're talking to somebody and you start by pretending you don't understand um it sort of gets you in that mode of asking why asking why um you know why is that um and a lot of times once you've gotten several layers into the why's um you'll find out that you thought you were pretending but really you didn't understand as much as you thought you did um so i i think at its core like it it's really about you know being curious and and pushing yourself to be even more curious than than comes naturally to you All right that was Paul Yukura for you and he talked about curiosity as well and he talks about other things like asking of wise five times and these are great techniques for you to actually get deeper into understanding stuff and that's exactly the context in which Paul talks about curiosity understanding the problem understanding what's in hand All right, let's now move on. If you actually want to listen to more of what Paul had to share in that episode, you can head over to designyourthinking.com/episode096. All right, let's jump into our last guest for the day today. We have Sarah Duty. Now Sarah was on the show back in episode number 87. And back in 87, she talked about a lot of lot of interesting things including her side projects. Now she's somebody who went on to also share her secret in terms of what she thinks makes her successful and this is a pretty interesting one trust me on that 
Alright, before we went ahead and listened to what Sarah had to say, let me quickly introduce you to Sarah. Sarah Duty is a user experience designer and product consultant based in New York City. She helps product teams create products people need and love. She does this thorough, smart and fast research, prototyping and experience design. Sarah also founded the popular weekly UX newsletter, the UX Notebook. She is also very involved in UX education. She created and taught General Assembly's first 12-week user experience program back in 2011. More recently, Sarah created a course called User Research Fundamentals to help teams understand their customers through doing more research. All right, let's listen to what Sarah had to say when it comes to why she thinks she is successful. As I was thinking about this question, I had so many answers and I narrowed it down to one that I think is going to apply to a lot of people. And the quality that I think has made me successful is Mm -hmm. the ability to be a grabber. And let me explain that. So I Mm -hmm. think that being a grabber to me means that you see a problem and you don't wait for permission to go after it. You just go solve it or you go figure it out. And it's kind of this attitude of being very curious, being proactive, Mm -hmm. not waiting for someone to hand you either the exact steps of how to do something on a silver platter or permission on a silver platter or something Mm -hmm. like that. And just this attitude of this is interesting to me, I'm going to dig a little deeper, or I think this is a problem, I'm going to explore it further. So it's grabbing, it's being curious, it's, you know, keeping on moving forward and not waiting for anyone to tell you what to do, whether it's Mm -hmm. in your own education or the product you're working on. But, um, you know, just thinking about the types of questions that people ask me in email or experiences that I've had working with different um, product teams, especially really, really er- early product teams, mm-hmm. one of the challenges I think they face is that they kind of seem like they're sitting around waiting for someone to give them the exact steps of how to do something. Whereas if you just went out and started putting one foot in front of the other, you could have been a little further uh, than you would be by the time someone might give mm-hmm. you the steps to take. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, and I have a bunch a of, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so um, you're essentially saying you jump on and, and when you say jump on, um, you know, stuff, uh, it could be opportunities in the form of, uh, it could be opportunities. It could be even doing what you want to do, uh, talking about, you know, what next thing should I be doing? What project should be, should I be investing my time on things like that? Right. So how do you, I mean, is there a sense of, um, is there some sort of a formula that you use to pick what you want to do next when it comes to projects or uh, how, how does it go and what so do you use? Let me, let me give you a couple of examples. So first of all, in my own business, so I work for myself and mm-hmm. um, it's taken me, honestly, it's been a really long journey because um, one of the challenges I have is really mastering kind of the business side of things. Mm. And the creative person in me loves to kind of explore all the ideas I have Mm. 
But then the business side of me realizes, oh, wait, I just spent all that time on these ideas and they didn't make me money. So Mm -hmm. for me to decide what ideas or opportunities I'm going to pursue in my own business, I think to myself, is this a money-making activity? And that's not, I don't mean that in a selfish way. It's kind of my filter for whether or not I should be spending time on something. And maybe it's not going to make me money, you know, this week, but it's a good filter I've started to apply to my business and the decisions I have to make around it. Um, I guess back to that kind of grabber example, I guess thinking back to times when I've been working internally at a company, you know, full time, mm-hmm. um, one of my bosses always used to say, like, Sarah is such a grabber in a good way in that if I saw um, a problem in the product or if I even had a hunch about a problem in the product, mm-hmm. I would kind of take it upon myself to do some digging to um, kind of figure out and validate if it really was a problem before I kind of blew a horn and made it, and made it be a distraction for everyone. Does that make sense? I really like the uh, way you know Sarah positions her statement, her success, by calling herself a grabber. Now, that's a great word and it really calls for my attention and I'm sure it, it attracted your attention as well. But then she actually nicely bundles in a couple of important things within that one big statement. The first thing that actually came to my mind when she actually talked about this is, is you know, there is this uh, thing that somebody famous once told that, you should not ask for permission, instead ask for forgiveness. Now, that's a great way of uh, working when it comes to somebody who is actually an independent contributor as a product manager or a designer and somebody who really wants to um, get stuff done. You just can't wait for permission. You do stuff and then if it's wrong, yes, you can ask for forgiveness. Else, it's a job well done. That's the first thing that came to my mind. And the second thing she talks about is this very important thing of not waiting for complete details to get fleshed out before taking up something. Because as product makers, we often are given problems that cannot be solved by others. So you just cannot wait for all the perfect inputs to fall into the plate before you actually pick it up and start running with it. So she talks about being able to uh, jump into it and and dive deeper and understand what the problem is before you kind of get the larger team involved. Now, that's a great point and thank you, Sarah. Now, if you want to listen to more of what Sarah had to say, you can head over to designyourthinking.com slash episode 087. That's the episode that Sarah and I talked about. A lot of interesting things. She actually shared about her side projects and how she goes about doing it. Don't miss listening to this episode. All right, that's all I have for today. We have four guests today and I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and you really got something out of it. I really, again, want you to think about only one thing. Why do you think you are successful? All of us are successful. There is nobody who is a failure and you are a success. But spend time, take a moment to think why you are a success. Let me know what you think. Thank you so much for listening in. If you really like listening to these episodes, go head over to designyourthinking.com 
scroll all the way to the bottom of the page you'll actually find a button click that and you'll be asked to enter your first name and your email address just do that and yes you will be part of my newsletter and i really love sending you my thoughts on products and i really would love to have you around all right if you want to have more such episodes into your favorite device do head over to designyourthinking.com slash itunes if you're using an apple device or designyourthinking.com slash stitcher stitcher is the app you can use if you're using an android phone so you can use head over to one of these do subscribe to the show you will get your the newer episodes right into your favorite device and of course if you still want to go and listen to it on our website by all means just head over to designyourthinking.com you can find all the episodes right there and now you can get the designer thinking podcast automatically delivered into your facebook messenger or slack or telegram whatever app you use and also you can get it delivered as notifications into your favorite browser like safari or chrome just head over to designyourthinking.com slash messenger. Thank you so much for listening in. If you really found this episode useful and you still wanted to access some of our guest episodes, you can find them in the show notes. I'll have them accessible at designyourthinking.com slash episode 100. That's the 100th episode. If you're listening to this episode, kudos to you. You witnessed history. Thank you so much. Till I see you in the next episode, stay tuned, stay inspired. Keep pushing, keep crushing. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Design Your Thinking podcast. Subscribe to our newsletter at www.designyourthinking.com.